I have just launched a mastermind called The Circle of Influence, where I'll be taking you under my wing to show you how to build a platform online that generates an income for you so you can have more freedom in your life. I'm also gonna show you how to become a powerful influencer online so that you can score interviews and so you can get exposure on major publications and platforms. And I'm gonna even show you how to build these platforms yourself, such as a website, a podcast, a YouTube channel, and a social media following so that you can get your message out there to millions. I'm also going to show you how to network with other incredible leaders online so that you can interview them and so that you can collaborate with them and really show you how to refine your story so you can share it in an unforgettable way to score more interviews, to score book deals, and to gain more speaking opportunities so that you can become a powerhouse leader. Now, if this speaks to you, make sure you head over to IamJoelBrown.com slash apply and get in before I close my doors on this live interactive exclusive opportunity where I'm going to go deep with you and with the community of Circle of Influence Game Changers. Don't miss this. Now let's get into this interview. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Addicted to Success podcast. I'm your host, Joel Brown, and I'm here today with Matthew Laprie, who is a fellow Aussie. He's a seven-figure online entrepreneur who helps people replace their nine-to-five income. Oh, look out. This is exciting, exciting stuff because I know so many people that are sick of that dead-end job, that are sick of living in the hamster wheel of life. And Matt, I'm so excited for you to jump in today to share with us your strategies, uh, how you were able to really just transform your lifestyle and how you're able to transform your students' mindset to be able to bring in more wealth, but also more memories, experiences, and opportunities through their transformation. So thanks for joining us today. Yeah, definitely. Um, great to be here, Joel, man. Pleasure to be on the show. And yeah, I'm really excited to share some great things with um, everyone. Beautiful, bro. So just to start things off real quick, what is the most fascinating thing that you've come across in the last year or two that you're like, wow, I can't believe I haven't thought about this before or looked at it in this way or learned this thing. I wish that I knew it earlier. What is that fascinating thing? Probably the most fascinating thing is basically that I've realized how powerful like the mind is, man. The fact that you can actually manifest anything in your life that you truly believe. And I sort of came up with this thing, man, that about four or five years ago, I started to actually write my goals down and done it consistently, you know, every single day. And so every single day I was actually listening to my goals on audio. I recorded them as well. I was reading them and my goals were basically saying, um, in, I am going to be living a successful life, living um, overseas in Thailand with complete freedom. And by me doing this every single day, man, it just reinforces how powerful this is, you know, because I'm able to actually do this now. So my realization is that you can actually trick your mind to believe anything's possible. And once you actually trick your mind by telling yourself something every single day, then your actions will actually end up with that end result, man. There's a lot of things in between, but that's just sort of a quick summary. Yeah, I feel that. And you know what? It's really interesting when you said that you recorded yourself because I know that our unconscious part of our mind responds best to our own accent and our own voice. So it's great that you've recorded yourself and then you listen back to it. You're reprogramming your unconscious mind to start directing you and making better decisions to achieve your goals. So that's really cool that you, you jumped onto that and made that an experience that you got to live in reality and not just in your head. Exactly, man. And a lot of people think, oh, what's this gimmicky or oh, law of attraction, visualization stuff. It doesn't work, man. But 
there's actually science behind it. And I came from a science background because I was going to become a dentist. I thought that was going to be the best thing for me. But then I realized it wasn't going to give me this life of freedom. And look, dentists make okay money, $100,000, $150,000 a year. That, that is okay for the everyday person. But you've got to look at the lifestyle you're going to be living as well, which is also important. But um, there's science behind it. And the science basically is the more you actually process that thought through your head, it's actually increasing the neuron connections in your brain. Wow. And, and so different neurons are firing every single day. And then in your head, whatever your goals are and what you're saying you are um, will become a reality. There's obviously a skill involved in making that a reality as well because you can't just think it all the time. The most important part as well is the skill. So yes. the, skill, the skill comes in, man, like obviously modeling success. So seeing where you want to be, who else is there, um, how you can model them and learn from them. And also getting mentors that can help you get to that vision. So look who's been there and who's done that and find that. So that's basically what I've realized. Like that's the two most important things. Yeah, I feel that 110%. So you were saying that, you know, as a dentist, you would have made 150000 a year. You're at the point now where you make that pretty much every month, which is yeah, insane, definitely. right? Like you 12x your possibility when it comes to wealth. So can you break it down? How do you make seven figures a month? Like what, is, what are your uh, platforms? What are your avenues? How does this work for you so that people can start getting an idea of how they can also create wealth as well? So I have a range of different e-commerce businesses. So one of them is I actually sell digital books. So educational books to university students. Wow. So that one does about 60,000 a month itself. Wow. And then we have a few dropshipping businesses that we're always launching. Um, sometimes we're selling um, dropshipping stores as well. But yeah, we're testing a lot of e-com products in the dropshipping niche. And yeah, those stores are just um, going really well as well, man. And also, we've got that good at Facebook ads over the past five years of like doing this every single day, man. Like this is my life now. We also run ads for other businesses as well, which is our marketing agency. Yep. So yeah, that's, that's everything we're doing. Okay, great. So let's say, you know, a, a teenager, 18 years old, just comes out of high school, doesn't resonate with or align with the whole going to university uh, model of success and then decides like, I want to be an entrepreneur. Where would they start? How do they choose their platform? Uh, if they were to choose something like digital books, like you were saying, like, where would they start with something like that to be able to get it to 60K a month just from that product alone? So the first thing that I would recommend anyone that's say 18 years old just and not really going to go that university route or doesn't want to get a full-time trade or something, uh, first thing is get the book called uh, Psycho-Cybernetics. Oh, yeah. That's definitely like the book that you have to read. And read it. don't read it once, read it 10 times. Write notes and like study it like it's a book that you, you've done at, at school. So that's definitely the first thing. Secondly is I would probably start either a dropshipping store or a marketing agency. And the way that you choose is like if you're more of an extroverted person, you like to interact with people, then I'll say a marketing agency is probably a better business because there's no upfront cost and you get to interact with people, you know. But if you're the type of person that you're a bit more introverted, then I would recommend a dropshipping business. You don't have to talk to anyone. You can just sit, put some music on in your room and just keep working from, from your laptop. So there, there are two options. Both businesses you can do from like anywhere in the world. So that doesn't matter. The only difference is like the interaction with the person, in my opinion. So once you've made that decision, if it's uh, drop shipping, then you just want to start looking for products on AliExpress. You don't want to just find any product. You want to make sure that the product is sort of trending, something that's sort of new, unique, um, that solves the problem. Uh, for example, you don't want to do something that's saturated either. 
So, for example, let's just say the laser IPL hair devices. You see a lot of businesses trying to sell them online. Way too saturated now. Yeah. Yes, profits in them, but everyone, like every day on Instagram, I see another one. <laughs> and it's, it's like the teeth whitening and the slim tees and all that, right? These are the like most common products, right? Exactly. And there's like, there's no way you can actually get in the market with one of them and make a lot of money um, unless you already have like millions to pay all the big influencers and stuff. Influencers, they're sort of not working the best at the moment. The best strategy now for influencers is basically use a few um, just so you get um, the images of different people using your product that you can put on your website. And then obviously if you can pay big money to get, for example, like big people, like one of my mates, Josh Snow, he got Floyd Mayweather for his teeth money brand. Um, yeah. But then you use Floyd Mayweather in your Facebook ads and target that to Mayweather's audience. So that's how influencers work the best. That's great. That's um, genius. I love that. Exactly. For a beginner, man, my advice is like find products from about 30 to $50 as the price point on AliExpress and start a, a drop shipping store on e-commerce as, on Shopify as the platform. And yeah, just start running Facebook ads from there. Um, you can just basically... Yeah, you can learn some strategies on YouTube, um, but my advice is just look, watch some YouTube videos, learn from that, and then just try to test it yourself. And you learn by doing as well. So do the work. Don't stay in research mode. Yeah, I feel that so much because a lot of people can th think that like, I've got to just get that one more strategy, that one more thing. And a lot of branding and marketing is, is experimentation, isn't it? It's testing because every product's different. Uh, you may be targeting the wrong audience. So you've got to test to see if they're receptive to it. And also just even the fact that like people are so visual nowadays, the pictures, the graphics, the videos need to be split tested too. You can't just put up one and think that this is it, right? Exactly, man. And with dropshipping, we never know if a product is going to be successful. The way dropshipping works is when the customer buys a product from your store, you make the profit and you ship it from supply to the customer. So you're the middleman basically. So there, yeah, there's not much risk in that. But yeah, we never know if the product's going to be a winner. But if it isn't, we just swap out the store and test another product the next day. Yeah, so you've got to almost be willing to have some failures along the way as you're dialing in and getting that audience targeted right. Exactly, man. And that's where most people go wrong. They fail at the start and they're like, oh, dropshipping e-commerce doesn't work for me. It's a scam. And then that's what they think, you know. <laughs> that's funny it's like i could just easily say entrepreneurship is a scam <laughs> every time i fail it's a scam forget this stuff i'm going back to my nine to five i can't think of anything worse than like experiencing this an awesome experience to be able to like have the time freedom and then to have to go back to feeling like you don't have that freedom again so for you what was your transitioning point because you were obviously studying you know dentistry but at the same time you would have been working a job right and then you've moved out of that and stepped into entrepreneurship. So if you could take us back to that point, that transition point, what did you do each and every day to start really getting the first lot of dollars in for you to be able to have that uh, freedom? Yeah, man. So um, how it all started was I was working three jobs and I was doing university uh, full time. Um, I, I had just, I'd done medical science for four years. Um, I was just accepted into dentistry. And then that's when it hit me like, um, that I wasn't going to be able to live my dream life and have that freedom. Maybe when I opened my own practice as a dentist when I was like 50, but then I've got a family and kids. I can't travel to Thailand like this, you know? So it didn't make sense for me. And then I came across the book uh, called The 4-Hour Workweek by Tim Ferriss. Yeah. And, and basically he had done the same thing, you know, started an online business. He was living in 
um, Argentina and South America. And the fact that I knew that someone else had done it before and his whole book would talk about his journey then, there was, I just thought there's no reason why I can't do it if I just put in hard work, believe in myself. And I knew it was, there was no chance I was going to fail. The question was how long would it, would it take? I never knew, but I knew it was going to obviously pay off because if this guy can do, can do it, why can't I? That's, that's, what I, that's how I think. Yeah. You know, so I went to a, an online business seminar in Sydney. There was some American guy there, um, done a presentation, um, sold a course. And I actually lent some money off my mum, like I think it was $2,000 to join this program. And yeah, just watched all the training videos in that program that I joined, asked a lot of questions, started my first store. And yeah, the first time I ever made a sale, man, I was at uh, Casula Moor. So it's a place in Western Sydney near where I used to live. I was eating, like, I was eating lunch. I don't know what I was having, uh, maybe like a, a burger or something. And the notification came up. It was like $19.95 received. And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, wow, man. Like, this, <laughs> I just got this meal for free. And as soon as that first meal came in, I'm like, I'm going all in now. That, that just triggered uh, my belief in it even more. And I'm like, I'm going all in. And then along that journey, man, I was always reading books and obviously writing my goals out, doing affirmations every day, uh, reading about 10 minutes a day to improve my mind. I had a visualization journal. I was flicking through it every day and just really looking at the photos in that visualization journal and just trying to feel that emotion of how I'll feel when I am in that position in that photo. So, wow. yeah, man, it's, it's been a pretty, pretty fun journey. And I think the most important thing is it, it doesn't even feel like work for me. I wake up every day and it's, it's fun. Like my missus has to actually tell me, stop working because <laughs> I love <laughs> it that much. But <laughs> Oh, man, I love that. Yeah, it, it reminds me of when I started Addicted to Success. This was 10 years ago. I casted a 10-year vision with Jordan Belfort at the Wolf of Wall Street, right? And I remember writing down that I was going to create an online movement in a community that brings entrepreneurs together. And I started creating this website and I put ads from Google on there. This was about, about two years into really building content out on it. And I remember I was sitting at work. I was working in a sales job. I remember uh, it was about $7 something in my Google account that day because it tells you each day how much you're getting. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. I was like, yes, I covered my subway. Then the next day it went up even more. I'm like, okay, I covered my subway and my Red Bull. Then it covered my subway, Red Bull, rent. Then it covered subway, Red Bull, rent, my mobile bill. And I just kept adding up to the point where literally everything that I was needing to pay off was already covered by the ads on my site. And it's so true. I remember that was like one of the first big drivers for me to go even harder because I could see like each and every day that I was being rewarded for my efforts. And, yeah. uh, you know, with drop shipping, with your, you know, marketing agencies that you're encouraging people to also create as well, there's got to be like a way that they can get rewarded fairly soon, at least within the first 30 days or so. Otherwise people start to kind of lose hope. So if someone was to, let's say, start their own digital media agency or marketing agency, how would they get clients? Because sales is really important in order for you to be able to build business. So what would your advice be around that? Yeah. Um, the best way to actually get your first few clients is actually through your own Facebook page, you know? So I would change my cover photo on Facebook. I would um, change my photo of myself. Like make sure that you look like someone that can actually, that you can actually trust to run your business. And I'll put up a post and say, um, announcing um, I finally, finally launched my new marketing agency. If anyone has a local business or knows anyone that has a business that needs help getting more clients or wants to build an online presence, 
um, put me on, put me in contact with them. And then I would just jump on a call with them and then just make it simple, you know, like figure out a little bit about them, figure out what their biggest problems are in the business um, when you speak to the business owner. And whatever their problems are, it's most likely going to be that they're not making enough money they need, and they need more clients. So then we say, look, I can definitely help you solve that problem. And here's how it works. And also we want to explore their vision as well on the phone. But yeah, I've got actually, I've got a script as well that people can follow. So if, you're, if your audience want a script of what to actually say on the phone to business owners when you speak to them, I can definitely send that through as well. Oh, dude, that would be amazing. Yeah, where can they get that? Is it on your website or where is it? I'll put it on my website. So MatthewLapree.com. I'll create a new tab, um, which would just say agency script uh, for a marketing agency and I'll put that on. You're so generous, dude. I love that, man. I love that about you that you're willing to step up and share. And uh, it's great. You have this abundance mindset where it's not about like scarcity, like, oh, I got to keep my best stuff. You're sharing really great and tangible things here. And I really appreciate you sharing it with my audience, man. Yeah, man. yeah no worries. It's all about giving value. You know, the more people we can help, we're making an impact and we're making the world and obviously um, everyone a lot better, better off. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. Dude, I noticed with your Instagram, you're getting crazy engagement, right? You're getting a good amount of likes. You're getting great comments and engagement. There was obviously one particular post uh, recently where you put up, I love this concept, dude. It's so, it's so great. I might even actually implement it myself where yeah. you were offering uh, an opportunity for someone to work with you. It's like win a chance to work alongside me while I travel and you're looking for a photographer, right? And you had people tagging their friends. What other uh, strategies when it comes to social media has worked well for you in the way of building engagement and, uh, you know, building more of a following? Yeah, man. Um, so my opinion about Instagram is that it's a visual platform. So I don't really put too many quotes up. I could be putting a lot of videos out as well on Instagram, but in my head, it's a visual platform. And I just want to show people the life that I'm living and sort of to inspire people. And it's a visual platform. So obviously it has to look really good in my opinion. So that's, that, I feel like that's worked good because once people go on my Instagram, the first thing that comes to their mind is, fuck, like this guy's got some cool photos. Right. It's scrolling down and you've got to think about what people are going to, what, what's the actual end user they're going to go through. So their first impression on my Instagram now is like, wow, this guy's verified. He's got a decent amount of followers and wow, look at his feed. That's the life that I want to live. Yeah. You know, so it's inspiring people to sort of find out a little bit more about me and then they can find out how they want to actually achieve this life, whether it's through e-commerce or through um, a marketing agency. And we do have trainings for each of them. Yep. Does your missus take all your photos right now before you get this photographer? <laughs> uh, my actual best mate. So my best mate, we're going to become dentists together as well. Um, yep. After we both dropped out, he was sort of trying to do a few other things for a year. Um, in that year, I got some traction and then I started, I hired him to actually run my Facebook ads. So he does my Facebook ads now, like my best mate, and like he's a gun at him now. Wow. And he does all the photos for me as well, but he's getting too busy uh, running Facebook ads. So we, we want someone that can just focus on taking photos now. Yeah, awesome, dude. Awesome. So when it comes to your team, if you could just break down that, what's the structure of your team? And also, how do you structure your day? What does it look like for you? All right, well, my team's growing so quick now. Actually, like, think about this. So at the moment, it's um, obviously myself personal assistant, Tiana, who basically came through us through another campaign we, we did. Um, I've got a, two Filipino um, assistants as well. Filipinos are really great workers and they're really good for like hand delegating all those other tasks, um, all the repetitive tasks 
um, that an Australian wouldn't be satisfied doing, you know. Um, we have spreadsheets and all this number reporting that an Australian person, even on a nine-to-five job doing that, like, it, hard to, it would be hard to find someone that's motivated to actually do this. And um, we're helping so many Filipinos out. We're paying them like triple what they would be earning at a, a nine-to-five job, and it's still fairly cheap for us. So that's we ask the Philippines a lot. We have the web developer. Um, my mate Mitch is basically my project manager and runs all the Facebook ads and does my photography here and there. Um, and then, yeah, I've got, a, I've got a lot of strategists that get on the phone um, to all the different students that want to apply for mentoring. So I've got a team of strategists that sort of we just want to make sure we get on the phone to serious people that are interested in actually doing e-commerce. So we're jumping on the phone to um, those people. And, yeah, I've got a lot of other Filipino workers that, I just, that do basically um, tasks here and there that are sort of on a contract basis. Yeah. Yeah, that's sort of my team. But yeah, it's a, we're about to hire um, another manager. So we, we're growing very quick, man. Yeah, great. And, and what does your day look like? Yeah, so my day, um, I wake up. Um, first thing, I don't look at my phone, man. Um, if you just, if I check my email straight away or if I check my Slack channel, which is the, the work platform, um, and something bad's going on, then that's, my mind is actually going to start the day with a negative thought. So I'm very conscious of what I actually put into my mind. I don't watch TV. Um, or anything like that. So first thing, wake up, I meditate. So I can just, you can go on YouTube and just type in guided meditation. Um, some good people are obviously Deepak Chopra. Um, or you can just, yeah, guided meditation. You can find a lot of good ones uh, from that. Um, next thing is I read my affirmations. So I've actually got them printed out um, on paper. Um, they're just here. So this is my information, you know, like I'll just sort of read the first line for you guys. Um, so I am one of the best public speakers in the world. I haven't even done public speaking yet, but I'm telling this myself every day. Um, I'm energetic, motivating, and I'm teaching people how to master their mind so they can achieve anything in their lives. Um, yeah, so things like that. Um, I, I am extremely high. Um, I'm extremely confident in anything I can do. Um, basically, I have an amazing team. So whatever I want in my life, I read it out because I've written it all down. And I read it out in present tense. That's the most important thing. So not I will, uh, not I will be successful. It has to be I am successful. So I read all that out and make sure, um, so for your audience that want to basically do their um, affirmations, um, what I'll cover is all the different aspects of life. So write what you want with regards to finances. Write what you want with regard to your relationships, you know, not just with a partner, but with your family and your loved ones. Write exactly how you want those relationships to be like. And then do with your physical health. So how do you want to be physically? What do you want to be eating? Um, do you want to have high energy levels? And then also do it with your everyday life, your lifestyle, whatever lifestyle you want. Uh, write that out. And, yeah, obviously your mental health as well. You want to be very relaxed. You want to be able to control your mind and your thoughts and your emotions. Um, so that's sort of what I do. So try to cover every aspect of life because it's a lot of people just set goals to be rich and wealthy, but you'll find that once you do make a lot of money, it's not going to fix every aspect of your life. It's going to make you have a, a bit more freedom, but living a successful life is being balanced in all the aspects of life. So I read those affirmations, and um, then I do my visualization journal. So I go through that, turn all the different pages in that, look at all the photos. So I've got photos of like um, all these luxury destinations around the world with nice views, and um, obviously a photo of a family because I want to have a big family. Um, 
and a lot of cars and watches. I was sort of into that, like maybe a year or two ago, but now it's all about the lifestyle. I don't care about a watch or a Lamborghini. Um, I just realized that I wouldn't even be driving that, you know, um, traveling the world. So, um, yeah, so I go through that. I read a lot of quotes as well in that um, visualization journal. So um, a lot of quotes are also in there, motivational quotes. Um, and then I exercise for at least 10 minutes. So push-ups, squats. Um, I just do that on the spot, you know, just to get my blood pumping for the day. And then I read about for five to 10 minutes every morning, um, whether it's about mindset, whether it's about um, marketing or anything business related, but I do that. And I also journal. So I write basically um, that morning, I write what I'm grateful for. So I do a sentence, I'm grateful for um, living in Australia, which is such a wonderful country and it's great weather. I feel safe at all times and I love all my friends and family. So that might be something. Um, so a line that I'm grateful for. And then after that, you journal. So I write about the day before, you know, what happened the day before and maybe write one or two wins or one or two, one or two things that I could have improved on. So if you, if you can do that every single day, um, then you're going to achieve, you're going to achieve like some great things. But then the question is like, how do you actually achieve them every day? And what actually worked the best for me is actually having a big whiteboard in my room. And then I had like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And every day um, I've done all those things, um, I would tick it off. And then if I didn't do it, then I would put an, an X on it. Um, that's sort of the old style. There's a new app which I use, which is called Momentum. And the whole goal is to obviously build these habits up. Uh, it's easy to start, but it's hard to keep it up. And if you can keep it up by developing these habits, then... Um, you will be successful, like without a doubt. Um, if you can do those five things every day and combined with two more things, which is finding out who is the best person to help you reach your goals, contacting them, and then also look for people that are, are already where you want to be and just spend time looking at them, modeling what they do, figuring out what they have to do. And that, that's all it is. It's as simple as that. And just put the work in any free time you have that you're wasting on TV or anything else. Don't do that and focus on what you want most. And if you, you put all your free time into building a business or into developing the relationships of your life, um, then you will get better at them. And um, we don't get like, we don't get paid based on like any luck or anything. We get paid based on how good we are. So you have to put that work in to become good, to be at that level where you're earning that income that matches your skill. Yeah, that's so true that your business will only grow the ex to the extent that you do. You know, exactly. you kind of grow your business, right? It's like your business is always kind of waiting to catch up. Like, that's just how it is. You got to go first. I love that you also talked about gratitude. It sounds like, you know, with the affirmations, you're pulling the future into the present. And with the gratitude, you're also bringing your mind back to the present of what you appreciate that you have now. So I love those practices. I believe that success is a habit. More of what you do is more of who you become. Yeah. And I just love that you've like really embodied your vision, man. It's really powerful. Yeah, man. It's, it's, it's crazy. It's like a, it's a science, basically. Follow these things, do this, build these habits and repeat and you will get success, you know. And look, don't complain about anything unless you've put 10,000 hours into it. You know, like people complain after spending a few months work, you know. Nothing good in life comes easy. Everything takes hard work. Yeah, it's about mastery, isn't it? You're committed to mastering the game. That's why you're crushing it at the level that you are because you're like, not even dabbling anymore. It's just no excuses. You're all in. 
and most people don't go all in. Exactly, man. And I think a lot of it is focus. That's probably the most important thing where I sort of went wrong. Um, when I was making a decent amount of money, say probably $2,000 a week in my early days, um, I started to try to launch other different businesses at once, you know, and I thought, look, the more businesses I have, then perfect, I'm going to make even more money. But what, you real, what I learned, man, is if you're trying to do so much at once, then you're only going to go average in all these different things and you're going to get average results altogether. So uh, my best advice is focus, choose one thing, whether it's a marketing agency, whether it's um, an e-commerce business and just like put all your focus on that. Don't try to do two things at once. Um, and yeah, it's all about focus. And yeah. Yeah, that resonates so deeply with me. That's why we achieved massive success with addictedtosuccess.com. I had people left, right, and center for the first few years saying, you should do a YouTube channel. You should launch a podcast. You should write a book. I just silenced the noise and just said, I know what my vision is and I'm sticking to it. It sounds like you've done the same thing. You just communicate yeah. your vision fully. That's awesome, man. I was going to ask you, because you have you know, orders uh, that come through, like PayPal payments and Stripe payments that I see that you share. You know, Obviously, you're encouraging people to get in and, and take the action to be able to build their businesses and you have your mastermind program which is the 100k mentor program which is amazing it's so good you're doing that uh when you have like these orders coming in at like 147 or 297 or 397 my thing just as like a branding and marketing uh let's say player in the game i i'm looking right now at like testing lots of different offers and and also upsells do you find that you need to offer some sort of like a free thing initially and then upsell or do you have like a low price point and then you upsell? How does it work for you? What's the sequence for your, you know, selling your programs and offerings? Yeah. So are you talking about like the products or more like the Product. products? Okay. Yeah. Um, so I just sell the products basically, basically like that. Um, don't really offer anything up front. Um, depends on, yeah. If it's a product that's less than $200, you can, basically sell that with an e-commerce store. You don't really have to offer much up front. Um, it's obviously important that on the actual sales page, you've got all the different conversion triggers, um, such as a picture of the product, you know, different angles of the product, professional uh, photos that are actually good quality, um, reviews, uh, photos of people actually using the product, maybe a video of the product in use. So you've got to put a lot of different conversion triggers on, on that page. Um, but what I think the most important thing is, man, that... Um, is basically that when you are running ads, you're always looking at the metrics. So you've got to learn how to actually study the metrics properly. Um, yeah. But what was, your, what was your question for us to start talking about that? Well, and, and it's good to bring it back around to that because like what happens nowadays, right, is some people that are starting out, what they'll do is they'll jump in and they'll just try and sell a product at like 997 straight out the gate. Yeah. Um, or like, you know, 1997 and then they, they putting a lot of money into Facebook ads. And then like you were saying before, it, they're like, they'll turn around and say it doesn't work. So is there like a warm up thing that, that people can do? Is there st starting to get out there and offer their first couple products, a few products? Yeah. Um, it just depends. Like if, like, obviously if the product is something of yourself providing value to someone, then you want to put out content to show that, you know, what you're talking about. Right. So that's, that's all about putting value out first. Yeah. Videos and then people can trust you and then I'll come and get those services. But if you're not behind the brand and it's just a random product that you're just flipping, then you just sell the product. But what the, what the valuable thing is, the most valuable thing to do is, is actually put a um, post checkout upsell. 
So what that is, man, is people buy that first product off you and then the, you've already got the money. The order goes through and then it goes to a different landing page and says, would you also like this? Yes or no? And that's obviously a higher ticket item. If people click no or exit it, the first order still goes through. If they click yes, it will add a second order on. Yep. And why this is so valuable, man, is sometimes if an upsell is offered before the person purchases, it can actually um, distract the customer and they can be like, wow, this person just wants my money. They're just offering me all this stuff. Yeah. So you let the first sale go through first so that customer experience isn't interrupted. Uh, then you offer something post-checkout. Yep. Dude, that's gold. I love that. That's such a great piece of advice. Yeah, I believe that it's easier to upsell than it is to sell. Because once someone's bought, there's some statistics that says like they're 10 times more likely to buy from you again if they have a great experience in the process. Yeah. So I do love that, man. That's amazing. Exactly, man. Are you big on masterclasses or webinars? Yeah, so I, I do. Um, yeah, I do run webinars. Definitely big on them. Um, so that's basically to get students um, to actually find out about e-commerce and find out about uh, a marketing, marketing agency. Then after they watch the webinar, if they're interested in actually starting a marketing agency or starting an e-commerce business, then we just tell them, look, if you're serious and you're ready to actually commit, um, jump on the phone with either myself. So sometimes I jump on the phone or one of our strategists and look, we go through the whole situation just to make sure that they're actually in a position where they can actually start and have a very good chance at, make, at making it work, you know? If someone is basically working 80 hours a week and they've got a family and they've got no time, then obviously we can't let those people on um, because no matter what we can, no matter what value we can give you, if you haven't got the time to put in, um, you won't be able to get the results. Yeah. Yeah, that's for sure. You have to be fully committed. You can't half-ass anything nowadays. Especially in the online world, there's just so much, I wouldn't say competition because everyone's playing in their own lane, really. Uh, but there is a lot of options, opportunities. People are also a bit more skeptical now, aren't they, when it comes to buying? So you've got to really be able yeah. to deliver and, and have your, your testimonials and case studies to back it up. Exactly. And especially for like coaches and mentors, you know, um, there's so many people out there that are, are just trying to get people into like a, a course just to make money. Um, and they haven't, haven't actually done that themselves, man. So that's why I do actually share a lot of my live results on my story just to show people, look, um, I'm actually doing this as well. Yeah. What, what works really well for you when it comes to Insta story? Are there any like hacks or anything like that? Because I feel like Insta story is a pretty good way nowadays to, to like convert, you know, to get sales and also to be able to enroll people in your free offerings and your masterclasses and webinars and things of that nature. Yeah, so with the Insta stories, um, obviously try to spend them out throughout the day. Um, don't If you try to smash three up in a row, then it's not that good, you know, it shows up once. But So try to spend them out throughout the whole day. Um, and yeah, like if it's Insta story ads work pretty well. Um, not many people are doing them, so it's a lower cost. Um, per click and I, I shouldn't even be telling this because everyone's going to go do this now but um, <laughs> and, and either way anyone can take it and go do that you know um, I'm, I'm, I'm all about giving value I'm happy with where I am now so I'll give um, this advice out I mean Insta story ads are pretty good uh, swipe up ones a lot cheaper than any other ads that we're testing and but you've got to make sure that whatever experience you, the person goes through after that 
is, is going to be okay on a mobile. So you want to do an Insta story and get someone to watch a two hour training because it's, it's not that user friendly on a phone. So always be mindful of the platform that people are on um, as well. But yeah, Insta stories. Um, the only thing about Insta stories though is you can't retarget people that watch your Insta stories as a video view with Facebook ads. All right. It doesn't count. So that's why it's valuable to put videos in your feed as well. Yep. I feel like Instagram's doing this thing right now where they keep serving the same people with your videos and your Insta stories. And I, I often think like there's this, you know, rule all the time that people keep living by. Oh, you've got to post at this time. Or you've got to post at that time. I'm starting to break those rules and just post whenever I want because I want it to reach all of my audience as often as possible in different time zones. Exactly. The same? Exactly. And Instagram's that smart. Like their algorithms know, like, if you've got good content, then more people are going to spend time watching it. If someone flicks off your stories all the time and doesn't watch them, that tells Instagram your stories aren't that good, then it's going to be shown to less people. But if your stories are really good and everyone's watching the whole story, Instagram obviously knows, and then they're going to show your, your story, to more story to more people. So you can't trick Instagram if you want to get more reach out there. If you want to get to more people, then you just have to post good stuff. And again, everyone says that, and, and it is... It is the truth, but it can take very long to actually get um, to get a lot of Insta followers and a lot of people um, aware of you. So there's some hacks that you can do, which is PR is definitely good if you want to get in if you get in the media for something. So that can definitely help a lot and um, giveaways. So teaming up with big influencers, um, maybe giving away like, for example, if you have an e-commerce business and you're selling beauty products. Maybe you might team up with a few um, Instagram influencers in the beauty-related uh, niche, um, and then you're probably going to do a giveaway where you give away like a Louis Vuitton bag, and everyone has to sort of comment and tag a few people on your post. So yep. that's that's what influencers are good for: giveaways and sharing their followers with uh, your business. Dope, man. If you could really summarize it and break it down into five just real quick points, what are five ways? that the listeners can uh, really live a, a seven-figure online reality, okay. right? Five things to remember in order. If they live by these five things, they're able to, to become a seven-figure entrepreneur online. Okay, easy. Um, if they actually follow these five things, it will work for sure. So the first thing is um, read Psycho-Cybernetics 10 times, write notes, and do all the, the things that we spoke about, you know, setting your goals, affirmations, visualization, um, reading and exercising, do all those things. So that's, that's two. Um, third thing is figure out what you want to do. If you're just getting started and you want to get to seven figures, either do your own research and figure out what's involved, but either decide if it is going to be a dropshipping business or is it going to be a marketing agency? So each of them, you can get to seven figures with a lot of, uh, a lot of work. It's not going to be easy, but you, you can get there definitely. So figure that out. Um, next thing is schedule out your time. Figure out where you're wasting your time each week and use a calendar. Use Google Calendar. So schedule your day. If you're going to do this at this time, do that. 
and go to your calendar every single day and at the start of the week, you should know how many hours you're going to work on this business. So schedule that at the start of the week on a Google Calendar and make sure, keep yourself accountable. If you can't keep yourself accountable, make sure someone can. But if you can do that, then you know, in one year's time, I'm going to put this many hours into my business. So follow that calendar. Um, last of all, would probably be to get a whiteboard or to use a habit app. So get a whiteboard, put all the different tasks on the whiteboard, write them down what you want to do and tick them off every single day. Um, that's where I think most people go wrong is they don't consciously try to develop these habits. So they're just having a half-assed stab at everything. So try to consciously develop these habits with these um, apps. So Momentum is an iPhone app. Um, it's on Android as well. Um, or do it on the whiteboard. But make sure you can tick it off every day once you do something. And if you don't actually do that thing for the day, then cross it. We're in a big red texter. <laughs> so, you, so you know that you don't want to do that again. Um, <laughs> Dude, that's amazing. That's amazing stuff. You're so generous, man. Thank you for sharing those amazing points. Yeah, man, no worries. And look, I know that if you follow these, you will get a lot of value. And also find someone out there that you can actually, that's, that's where you want to be and learn from them, model them. And that's it. You know, you can't, you can't go wrong if you, if you do do that. Got it. Got it. Smashing it, man. Love it. Love it. Love it. So where can we find you online? And also what have you got going on right now that we can be a part of? Yeah, man. So online you can find me. Um, so on my Instagram, so at Matthew Lepre, um, just my full name. Um, obviously, um, Econ Warrior Academy is our training institution where we help beginners um, get to six figures with an e-commerce business. Um, and yeah, what's going on for me now? Is, was that the other question? Yeah. Yeah, man. So look, I'm in Thailand now. Um, I'm here for a month, traveling one month at a time. Um, I made a promise. Um, I'm going to do a live event this year in Australia. So I want to do it in the next few months. So I'm going to do a live event. Most likely it's going to be free. Um, everyone can come and I'll get a few other guys on um, there as well. And it's all about just value, straight value. Wow. So I'm going to do that for sure, man. Rock and roll, man. Love that. Absolutely love it. Awesome. Now, before we end the interview, I always ask this last question, all right? And this last question is, if you were to deliver your last 30-second speech to the world, what would your last 30 seconds sound like? Yeah, so look, um, our world is what we make it. Whatever we want in life, we just have to get really clear on that. So spend, spend the time to actually sit back and figure out exactly what it is you want. Write it down in specific detail, exactly how you want it. Get vivid, get emotional. Write it out as clear as possible in all those aspects of life and read that every single day and truly believe it and be very conscious of your own thoughts towards those things and make sure that you're, you truly believe in those things when you read them every day and just try to think about it every single day, live in those things. And if you do that every day and really read it and take a lot of action on it, then you can, you can do anything in your life, you know? If you're very depressed, I believe, not in every, like I don't know about every case, but most cases, if you're depressed, man, you can actually reverse it with writing the opposite things in life, you know? So whatever you're going through in life, think the opposite and believe in the opposite and really feel it and you can make your reality. <laughs> 